Courteous, the Horium Ghostman, the yellow wallpaper. It is very seldom, seldom that me or only people like John and myself secure after halls for the summer. Clone Mansion, Harity State. I should say a haunted house and reach the height romantic facility, but that would be asking too much of fate. Else, why should it be let so cheaply, and why have stood so long untenanted? John laughs at me, of course, but one expects that in marriage. John is practical and extreme. He has no patience with faith and intense horror of superstition. He scoffs openly of any talk of things not to be felt and seen, and putting it down in figures. John is a physician, and perhaps I would not say living to a living soul, of course, but this is dead paper, and great relief is in my, to my mind. Perhaps there's one reason I do not get well faster. You see, he does not believe I am sick. And what can one do? Physician of hand standing on one's own husband. Sure, friends and relatives, there is really nothing the matter with one but temporary nervous depression, a slightly hysterical tendency. What is one to do? My brother is also a physician and also high standing. He says the same thing. So I take the phosphates and the phosphates, whatever it is, the tonics and journeys and air and exercise, and unfortunately forbidden to work until I do, I am well again. Personally, I disagree with their ideas. Personally, I believe a conjugal work with excitement and change would do me good. But what is one to do? I did right for a while, in spite of them, but it does exhaust me a good deal. Having to do be so sly about it, or else meet with heavy opposition. I sometimes fancy that in my condition, if I had less opposition and more society and stimulus. But John says that the worst thing I can do is to think about my condition. He confess it may always make me feel bad. So I let it alone and talk about the house. It would move to place, it's quite alone, standing well back from the road, quite three miles from the village. It t- takes me... Makes me think of English places that read about. For the, there are hedges and walls and gates that lock, and lots of separate little houses for the gardens and people. This is a delirious, delicious garden. I never saw such a garden. Large and shabby, full of box-bordered paths and lined with grape-covered arbors with seats under them. They are greenhouses too. They're all broken now. There was some legal trouble, I believe. Something about the heirs and co-heirs. Anyhow, the place has been empty for years. I suppose my ghostlessness. I'm afraid, but I don't care. There's something strange about the house. I can feel it. I said so to John on the one moonlit evening. But he said I felt I was what I felt was a draught and shut the window. I felt unconvincingly angry with John sometimes. I'm sure he should never used to be so sensitive. I think it's due to his nervous condition. But John says, I f- if I feel so, I should neglect proper self-control. I take pains to control myself, before him at least. That makes me f- very tired. I don't like our room a bit. I want it one, wanted one downstairs, open on the plaza, and roses all the window, pretty 
such pretty old-fashioned cheeses hanging, but John would not hear of it. He said there was only one window, and not room for two beds. No only room for him if he took another. He was very careful and loving, and hardly lets me stir without special direction. Have a scheduled project prescription for every each hour of the day. He takes all care of me. So I feel basically ungrateful, gratified, not to value it more. He said he came here solely for my account, that I have the perfect rest and all the air I can get could get. Well, he says it depends on your health, strength, my dear, said he. It will food somewhat on your appetite, but the air you can absorb all the time. So he took the nursery at the top of the house. It's big, airy room. A whole floor, nearly, with the windows that look all ways, and air and sunshine galore. It was nursery first, then a playroom, a gymnasium. Should judge for the windows are barred for little children. There are rings and things and walls. The paint and paper looks as if boys' school had used it. It's stripped off the paper. Great patches all round the head of my bed, about as far as I can reach, in a great place. On the other side of the room, low down, I never saw a worse paper in my life. Well, those sprawling frambonant patterns committing every artistic sin is dull enough to confuse the eye, is following pronounced enough to constantly irritate and provoke. Study when you follow the lame and certain curves of a little distance, but suddenly commit suicide, plunge of an outrageous angle, destroy themselves in unheard of contradictions, the colour of his repellent, almost revolting, a smothering, unclean yellow, strangely faded by slow-turning sunlight. Is it dull yet lurid orange? In some places, a stickly sulphur tint and others. No wonder the children hated it. I should hate it myself. I had to live in this place long. This room long. There comes John. I must put this away. He hates to have me write a word. I've been here two weeks. I haven't felt like writing before since that first day. I'm sitting in a window now. A window now. Up in a torturous nursery. There is nothing to hinder my writing as much as I please. Slack, say lack of strength. Join his way all day. Even some nights when he's at a case is serious. I'm glad my case is not serious. But nervous troubles are dreadfully depressing. John does not know how much I really suffer. He knows there is no reason to suffer, and that satisfies him. Of course, he's only nervousness. It does weigh on me, or to, so not to do, so not to do my duty in any way. I mean, such a help to John, such a real rest and comfort. Here I am, comparatively burdened already. Nobody would believe what an effort is to do, what a little thing I, what a little thing I able to, 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 to dress and entertain, I've ordered things. It's fortunate Mary's so good with the baby, such a dear baby. You know, I cannot be with him. It makes me, it makes me so nervous. Po, po, suppose John never was nervous in his life. He loves me so much, so about the worst wallpaper. First he meant to paper the room. But he afterwards he said I was letting, letting it get the better me, and nothing was worse than nervous patient than to give way to such fancies. He said that after the wallpaper was changed, it would be the heavy bed set, then the barred windows, then the gate on the head of the stairs, and so on. 
In her place is good, doing you good, he said. Really, dear, I don't care to renovate the house just for three months' rental. Let's just get, get, let's, then do let us go downstairs, I said. There are much prettier rooms here, there. When he took me in his arms and called me a blessed little goose, I said he, he could go down to the cellar if he wished. I have, I have it whitewashed into a bar, bargain. But he write enough about the beds and windows and things. It's airy and comfortable room, as anyone would wish. Of course, I would not be silly to make him uncomfortable, just for whim. I'm getting quite fond of this room, all but that horrid paper. One in the window, at one window we can see a garden, spears deep shaded by boards of riotous old-fashioned flowers, and brushes, bushes and varied granali trees. At another, I get a lovely view of the bay, a little private wolf belonging to the estate. In a beautiful shady lane runs down there on the house. Always fancy I see people walking in as numerous paths and arbors. But John was cautioning me not to give way to fancy in the least. He says, with my imagined power, a habit of story making, a nervous weakness like mine is sure to lead to all manifest sighted fancies. I ought to use my will, a good sense to check the tendency. So I try. I think sometimes that if I were well enough to write a little, it would Relieve the press of ideas arrest me. I did, I did, but I find I get pretty tired when I try. So discouraging not to have my advice and companionship about my work. I get ready well, John says he will ask Cousin Henry and Julia down for a long visit. He says he would as soon put a fireworks in my pillowcase. So let, let me have assimilating people about now. I wish I could get well faster. But I must not think about that. The paper looks to me as if they knew what a vicious influence it had. There is a very current spot where the pattern rolls like a broken neck. Two brothers' eyes stare at you upside down. I get positively angry in pertinence of it everlastingness up and down and sideways you call those absurd and blinking eyes are everywhere. There is one place where two breaths don't match, and the eyes go all up and down the line, one is a little higher than the other. I never saw so much expression in an animate theme before. We all knew how much expression they have. I used to lie awake as a child and get more entertainment and tear out of blank walls, play furniture than most children could find in Toy Store. I remember what a Connie Wink, the knobs of a Big old bureau used to have. There's no, there was one chair. Always seemed like a strong friend. Used to feel if any of those other things looked too fierce, I could always hop on that chair, into that chair and be safe. As far as in this room, is no worse than in harmless. However, we had to bring it all from downstairs. I suppose when this was used as a playroom, I had to be taken, take the nursery things out. I wonder I never saw such ravages as children have made here. The wallpaper, as I said before, is torn off in spots. It's stripped is closer than my brother. They must have the preserver for servants as well as hatred. Then the floor is scratched and gouged and splintered. The path itself is dug out here and there. This great heavy bed, which we all which is all we found in the room, looks as if it had been through the walls. But I don't mind it a bit, only the paper. 
Here comes John's sister, such a dear girl as she is, so careful to me. I must not let her find me writing. She's perfectly enthusiastic housekeeper, hopes no, for no better profession. I verily believe she thinks it is a writing, and makes which made me sick. I can write when she's out, and see her a long way off from these windows. There is one that commands the road, a long, shaded, riding road, one that thus looks over the country, a lovely country too, for the great elms and violet meadows. The wallpaper is kind of so patterned in different slade, particularly irritating one, where you can only see in certain lights, not clearly then. But in places where it isn't faded, and the sun is just so, I can see a strange, provoking, formless sort of figure. It seems to sulk about behind this silly, compitious front design. Their sister's on the stairs. Well, the fourth day is over. People all gone and tired out. John thought it might be a good idea to see a little company. So he just had a little mother and Nelly and the children down for a week. Of course, didn't do a thing. Denny sees to everything now. But he tired me all the same. John says... If I don't pick up faster, she'll send me to William Ifshaw in the fall. I don't want to go there at all. I had a friend who was in his hands once. You see, he says, it's just like John and my brother, only more so. Besides, such an undertaking to go so far. I don't feel as if it was worth while to turn my hand over to anything. I'm getting dreadfully fretful and querulous. I try and nothing and cry most of the time. Of course I don't don't when John's here, or anybody else, but when I'm alone, and I am alone a good deal just now. John is kept in town very often by serious cases, and Jenny is good and lets me alone when I want her to. So I walk in a little, so I walk a little in the garden, down the lonely lane, sit on the porch under the roses, lie down up here a good deal. Getting, really getting fond of the room, in spite of the wallpaper, perhaps because of the wallpaper. It dwells in my mind so. I lie here in this great immovable bed. It's now down, I believe. I follow the pattern about by the hour. It's as good as gymnastics, I assure you. I start, we say, at the bottom, down the corner. Over there, the way has not been touched, I determine, for the fervent time that I will follow the pointless pattern to some sort of conclusion. I know little of the principal design. I know this thing was not arranged on any laws of radiation, alternative or repetition, or symmetry, or anything else that I ever heard of. It's repeated, of course, by breaths, but not, but not otherwise. Looking at me, looking at one way, each breath stands alone, bloody curves and flourishes. Kindly base Romanics with delirium terrenums go rolling down. And down in isolated columns of fat, fat unity. But on the other hand, they connect, they connect diagonally and sprawling outlines run in great slanting waves, optic horror, like a lot of swirling seaweeds in final chase. The whole thing goes hysterically. Too, it seems, at least it seems so, I exalt myself. In trying to distinguish the order, it's going in that direction. They have you. They have used the horizontal breath for a freeze. It adds wonderfully to the confusion. There's one end of the room. It's almost intact. 
There, where the cross lights fade and the low sun shines directly upon it, almost fancy radiation after all. The interminable grotesque film to form around a central common centre rush off a headlong plunges of equal distraction. It makes me feel tired to follow it. I will take a nap, I guess. I don't know why I should write this. I don't want to. I don't feel able. I know John would think oh, it's absurd, but say I would feel what I feel. I think in some way it's such a relief. But the effort get, getting to be greater than a relief. I'm the time and awfully lazy, lying down ever so much. John says I mustn't lose my strength. Has me take cod liver oil, lots of tonics and things, to say nothing of ale and wine and rare meat. Dear John, he loves me very, very dearly and hates to make me sick. I tried to have a real earnest reasonable talk with him the other day, telling him how I wish he would let me go and make a visit to country, Cousin Henry and Julia, but he said I wouldn't be able to go or able to stand it after I got there. I did not make, I, and I did not make out a very good case for myself for his crying before I had finished. Gave it to be a great effort for me to think straight, just this nervous weakness, I suppose. And dear John gathered me up in his arms and just carried me upstairs and laid me on the bed. I sat by me and read me to me until I tired my head. He said I was his darling, his comfort, and all he had, and I must take care of myself for his sake and keep well. He says no one but himself will help me out of it. But myself will help me out of it. I must use my will and self-control, not let many silly fancies run away with me. That's well, there's one comfort, the baby's well and happy. Does not have to occupy his nursery, the horrid new wallpaper. If he had not used it, the, the blessed child would have. With a fortunate escape, why I wouldn't have a child of mine, precious little thing, living such a world of worlds. Never thought it before, but it's lucky that John kept me here after all. Can stand it so much easier when a baby, than a baby. You see, of course, I never mention it to them anymore. I'm too wise, but I keep watch of it all the same. If things in that paper nobody knows but me or ever will. Behind the outside pattern of dim shapes gets clearer every day. It's always the same shape, only very numerous. It's just like a woman swooping down, creeping just behind the pattern. I don't like it a bit. I wonder, begin to think, which John would take me away from here? So hard to talk with John about my case. Because he's so wise and because he loves me so. But I'm tired it last night in moonlight. The moon shines in all around just as the sun goes. I hate it to see it sometimes. Creeps so slowly, always comes in by one window or another. John was asleep. I hated to wake him up. So I felt kept still and waited the moonlight on the old generating wallpaper till it felt creepy. The fake figure behind seemed to take shape the pattern just as he wanted to get out. I got up softly and went to feel and see the paper did move. When I came back, John was awake. What is it, little girl, he said. Don't go waking, waking about like that. You'll get a cold. I thought that it was a good time to talk, so I told him what I really was not gaining here. And I wished we could take me away. Why, darling, he said. I'll need to be up in three weeks. I can't see how... To leave before.
The pairs are not done at home. I cannot leave the town just now. Of course, if you are in danger, I couldn't walk. We really are better, dear. Whether you see it or not, I'm a doctor, dear. I know. You're getting fresh and colour. Your appetite is better. I can really feel, I really feel much easier about you. I don't worry, don't worry a bit more, said I. Not as much as my appetite may be better in the evening when you are in here. It was worse in the morning when you were away. Bless my little heart, he said with a big hug. Do you should be sick as she phases. But how nice improve the shining hours by going to sleep and talk about it in the morning. And you won't go away, I gasped gloomily. Why, how can I, my dear? In three weeks more, we will take a nice little trip. For a few days while Jenny's getting the house ready. Really, dear, you you are better. Benny's been body, perhaps, I began, and stopped short. But he sat up straight and looked at me with such a stern, reproachful look. I could not say another word. My darling, he said, I beg you for my sake and your, for your child's sake. And for your own sake. You, but you'll never for once since let the idea enter your mind. There's nothing so dangerous, fascinating to a temperament like yours. It is false and foolish fancy. Can you not trust me as a physician? When I tell you so, of, so of course I said no more on that score. He went to sleep before long. He thought I was asleep first. I wasn't. Lay there for hours, trying to decide whether the front pattern and the back pattern really did move together or separately. On a pattern like this, by daylight, a lack of sequence, a defiance of law, is constant irritation to the normal mind. Your colour is hideous enough and unreliable enough, irritating enough, but pattern is torturing. You think you should have mastered it, but just as you were on the way in following, it turns a black somersault, and here you are, it slaps you in the face, knocks you down, trembles upon you. It's just, it's like a bad dream. The outside patterns of Floyd S. Abbott School reminding one of fungus. You can imagine a toadstool and joints of mintable string as toadstools budding and sprouting in endless convulsions. Why? That is something like it. That is, that is sometimes. In one marked peculiarity about this paper, a thing nobody seems to notice by myself. It changes and the light changes. When the sun comes and shoots in through the east window, I always watch for the first long straight ray. It catches so quickly, I never can quite believe it. That is why I watch it always by moonlight. The moon shines all night. When there is a moon, I don't know. It, it, we know it was the same paper. A night of any kind of light and twilight. Candlelight, limelight, a word of all moonlight. It comes, it's behind, comes bars. The outside pattern, I mean, a woman behind it is plain as can be. I didn't realize for a long time what the thing was, a show behind that dim sub pattern. I know, I know, I'm quite sure it is a woman. By daylight, she's subdued, quiet. I fancy the pattern that she keeps her so still, puzzling. So puzzling, it keeps me mind quiet by the hour. I lie down ever so much now. John says it's good for me. I start to sleep all I can. Indeed, he started to have it of making me lie down now each after, after each meal. Very bad habit, I am convinced, you see. I don't sleep. That cultivates deceit. I don't tell him that I am awake. Oh, no. The fact is, I'm getting a little afraid of John. He seems very queer sometimes. And even Jenny has an inexplicable look. It makes me occasionally just 
as a scientific process. Perhaps it's the paper. I have watched John when he does not know I was looking. I come into the room suddenly in most instant excuses. I caught him several times looking at the paper. And then too, I caught Jenny with her well, hand up one, on it once. She didn't know I was in the room. And when he asked a quiet, very quiet voice, with the most strange manner possible, what she was doing with the paper, she turned around as if she had been caught stealing and looked quite angry, asked me why I should frighten her so. Then she said that the paper stained everything it touched. She had found yellow smooches on my clothes and John's. She wished we could would be more careful. Did I not? Did, but did not that sound innocent? I know she is clearly in pattern. I tell me nobody shall find it but myself. Life is much more exciting now than it used to be. You see, I have something more to expect, to look forward to, to watch. I'm really ready to eat better. I am more quiet than I was. John is pleased to see me improve. He laughed a little the other day. Said I seemed to be flourishing in spite of my wallpaper. I turned it off with a laugh. I had no intention of telling me it was because of wallpaper. He would make fun of me. He might even want to take me away. I don't want to leave now. Until I find out. Find out. In a week more, I think that will be enough. I'm feeling ever so much better. I don't sleep at night. For it's so interesting to watch developments, but sleep a good deal in the daytime. Daytime is tiresome and practicing. There's always new shoots of fungus and new shades of yellow all over it. I can't keep counting them, though I've had tried conscientiously. Strange is yellow, that wallpaper. It makes me think of all the yellow things I've ever saw, not beautiful. Ones like Buttercup, but the old, old, foul, bad yellow things. But there is something else about the paper smell. And this is the moment it came into the room, but so much air and sun is not bad. But now we have a reek of fog and rain. Whether the windows are open or not, the smell is here. It creeps all over the house. I find it hovering in the bar dining room, skulking in the parlour, hiding in the hall, lying in wait for me on the stairs. It gets into my hair. Even when I'd go for to ride, if I turn my head suddenly to surprise it. There is a smell, smell, such a peculiar odour. Too, I spent hours in trying to analyse it, find what it smelled like. It is not bad at first, and very gentle, quite the subtlest, most enduring odour I've ever met. It is a damp weather. It's, it is damp weather. It's awful. Wake up at night and find it hanging over me. I used this to disturb me at first. I thought seriously, burning house. To the reach, reach the smell. But now I'm used to it. Anything I can do to the, think of that is like the colour of the paper, a yellow smell. There's a very funny mark on this wall, low down near the boat board, a streak that runs around the room. It goes behind every piece of furniture, except the bed, a long, straight, even smooch, as if it had been rubbed over and over. I wonder how it was done, and who did it, what they did it for, round and round and round, round and round and round. It makes me dizzy. Really? have discovered something at last. Watch, through watching so much at night, it changes, I finally found out. The front pattern does not move, and no wonder, the woman behind it shakes it. Sometimes I think there are a great many women behind, and sometimes only one. She calls her fast, she's calling, and shakes it all over, in the very bright spots, so she keeps still, and in the very shady spots, she 
takes hold of the bars and shakes him hard. She is all in time trying to climb through, and that's nobody climb through that pattern. It's strange, so I think that is why I have so many heads. Why well, has so many heads? They get through, and when the pattern strangles them off, it turns them upside down and makes their eyes white. If their heads are covered or taken off, it would be only half so bad. I think that woman gets out in the daytime. I'll tell you why, probably. I've seen her. I've seen her out in every one of my windows. It's the same woman I know. She's always creepy. Most, most women do not creep by daylight. I see her on that long road under the trees, creeping along. When her carriage comes, she hides under the blackberry vines. Don't blame her a bit. It must be very animating to be caught creeping by daylight. Always lock the door when I sleep, creep by daylight. I didn't do it that night, for I knew John would suspect something at once. John is so queer now. I don't want to irritate him. I wish he would take, would take another room besides. I don't want anybody to get that woman out of the night but myself. I often wonder if I could see her out the window at once. But I turn as fast as I can. I only see her out, out, out one at a time. One time. I always see her. She's maybe able to creep faster than I can turn. I have watched her sometimes walk away off the open country, creeping as fast as a cloud shadowing a wide wind. But only top pattern could be go, gotten off that from the under one. I mean to try it. Little by little. I found out another funny thing. I shan't tell it this time. Do not, do not trust people too much. There's only two more days to get these people off. I believe Johnny is beginning to notice. I don't like the look in his eyes. Heard him ask Jenny a lot of professional questions about me. He had a very good report to give. She said I slept a good deal in the daylight. John knows I don't sleep very well at night. For all I, for all I am so quiet. He asked me all sorts of questions too and pretended to be very loving and kind if I couldn't see through him. Still I don't wonder he acts so, sleeping under this paper for three months. Only it's just me, but I feel sure John and Jenny are secretly affected by it. Hurrah, it's the last day that but is enough. John is to stay in town overnight and won't be out until this evening. Jenny wanted to sleep with me. The sly thing, I told her I should undoubtedly rest better for a night all alone. That was clever, for I really wasn't alone a bit. As soon as the moonlight and the, that poor thing began to crawl and shake the pattern, I got up and ran to help her. I pulled and she shook. I shook and she pulled. For a moment, we peeled off yards of that paper. I stripped as high as my head, half around the moon room. And when the moon sun came, an awful pattern began to laugh at me. I declared I would finish it today. We go away tomorrow, and they're all moving. They were all moving all my furniture down again to leave things as they were before. Jenny looked at the wall in amazement, but I could told him merrily. I did it out of pure spite. The vicious thing. She laughed and said, "She didn't mind doing it. Wouldn't mind doing it herself. But I must not get tired. How she betrayed herself that time. But I'm here." No person touches paper, not but me, not alive. She tried to get me out of the room, but it was too patient. I said it was so quiet and empty and clean now. Well, I believe I would lie down again. 
and sleep while I could, not wake up even for dinner, and recall when I awoke. She now she's gone, the servants are gone, the things are gone, there is nothing left but the great bedstead. Nailed down with the great hammer's mattress we found on it. You shall sleep downstairs tonight and get, take the boat tomorrow home tomorrow. I quite enjoy room. Now it's bare again. How those children did tear about the here. This bedstead is pretty gnawed, but I must get to work. I've locked the door and thrown the key down the kitchen path. I don't want to go out. I don't want to have anyone come in till John comes. I want to astonish him. I got a rope up here, and even Jenny didn't find. If that woman does go out, I it tries to get away, I can tie her. But I've got I could not reach her. Far without anything to stand on. This bed is not does not move. I tried to lift and push it until I was lame lame. When I was so angry, I bit off a little piece of one corner, but it hurt my teeth. I peeled off off the paper and enjoys standing on the floor. It sticks horribly. A pattern just enjoys it. All those strangled heads and boobers' eyes, watery focus, grows, just shrieks of derision. I get angry enough to be be something, to do something desperate, to jump out the window. That and it be a marvel exercise, but bars are too strong even to try. Besides, I wouldn't do it. Of course not. I know well enough what a step like that is improper and must be misconstrued. Might be misconstrued. I don't like like to be locked out the window even. There are so many of those creeping women. They creep so fast. I wonder if they come out of the wallpapers as I did. But I said, but I secret faster now by a well-hidden rope. They can't get me out in the road here. I suppose I shall have to get back behind the pattern. Becomes night and it's hard. It's a pleasure to get me out of this great room. Kick around as I please. I don't want to go outside. I, I won't. Even Jenny, even if Jenny asked me to. But outside you have to creep on the ground and everything is green instead of yellow. But here I can creep smoothly on the floor. The shoulder just fits in a long smooch behind the wall. So I can't lose my way. Why? There's, there's Johnny at the door. It's no use, young man. Can't open it. How you does call and pound. There's crying for an axe. You must be ashamed to break down that beautiful door. John, dear, said I, in his voice. Key down the front steps, under plantain leaf. Plantain leaf. Let's silence him for a few moments. He said very quietly, open the door, my darling. I can't, I said. The key's down by the front door, under plantain leaf. But I said it again several times, very gently and softly. Said it so often he had to go and see. He got to, of course, and came in. He stepped close by the short by the door. What's the matter? He cried. For God's sake, what are you doing? I kept on creeping just the same. I looked at him over my shoulder. I got out of it at last, said I. In spite of you and Jenny, I pulled it off. Most of people, so you can, you can't put me back. But now, where? What are you, man? Never. Now, why should the man have fainted? But he did, right across my path by the wall. So I had to creep over him every time.